You're listening to the Renovation Student Ministry Podcast. For more information on RSM, visit us online at therenovation.church. So we are starting a new series, and it is called More Than a Song. And like what you guys just heard from Jeffrey, this series is on worship, okay? And I am really excited, one, because I'm getting to take a few weeks off and be like you guys and actually receive the message for a few weeks. So I'm really, really excited. And we've got some awesome people who are speaking. But before I introduce our speaker for tonight, I wanted to kind of set the series off right. This is what our aim is. We want you guys to recognize that worship, yes, the, the act of staying here and standing here and singing songs in church, that is worship, yes. But worship is more than just singing songs at church. Worship is more than just singing songs. There is something known as, as a life of worship. We are actually created as worshipers. We are created to worship God, right? And the goal of this series is to talk about what does a life of worship look like? Whether that be on Sunday morning or whether that be on Tuesday morning when you got a test coming up. What does a life of worship look like? And as we talk about that, I wanted to open the series with a scripture. Hebrews chapter 13, verses 15 and 16 say this. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices, God is pleased. This is what I want you guys to think about. What would you think of, I'm Ellie's husband, right? What would you think of me as a husband if I never told Ellie I loved her? Right? Bring it back, bring it back. How many of you guys worship Jesus yet never tell him throughout the week that you love him? How many of you guys are living a life of, hey, Jesus is my Lord and Savior, but I never recognize that. I never praise him for what he's done. What kind of friend would I be if I have great friends around me who are awesome, who are doing great things, and I never encourage them? If I never commend them for what they do? If I never said, hey, Jeffrey, or hey, Michael, hey, I really appreciate you guys. I thank you for challenging me. I wouldn't be as good of a friend as I could be, right? This is what I want you to recognize. As followers of Jesus, we are to give God a sacrifice of praise. And that's the fruit of our lips, like what Hebrews 13 says. So worship is telling God, you are good, you are holy, because that is who he is. But also, later on in the scripture, it says that you continue in this sacrifice of praise through doing good to others. Because life as a worshiper is more than singing song. It's living a life as Jesus has called us to live, loving God and loving people, okay? So that's what we're talking about this series. How do I live a life of worship? And for tonight, we've got an awesome, awesome special guest. Yes, that's you can get crazy. Do it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Get crazy. And I got to tell you something about this special guest. Don't get tired of him because he's going to be at beach camp. All right. So, yeah, 
He's going to be at Beach Camp too. So if you get tired of him tonight, you're going to be real tired of him. May or may not be featured in the pre-service playlist that you guys hear because he is a musician. He's an artist. He also is the worship pastor at New Spring Clemson. So he is not a Tiger fan though. He is not a Tiger fan. He is, he is a Georgia Bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a couple of natties under his belt right now. But this is what you need to know for real about Michael. Michael truly displays what a life of worship looks like. Not only does he lead from a platform and lead people into worship, but his life is one of him constantly leading himself into worship. Whether that be on a stage, whether that be in his own house, whether that be through reading the word of God and surrendering his heart over to him. So I truly believe that there is not a better person to kick this series off than Michael. And would you guys please give him a round, warm welcome. Whoa. Okay, so what Gabe didn't tell me was that I was starting this series off. Um, so, wow, yeah, how dare you, Gabe? Man, he's talking about, uh, no, I'm not going to make that joke. I'll do <laughs> Talking about being a good friend. It'd be good to let me know I'm starting the series off. <laughs> no, but um, I'm really excited to be here. I really am. I was um, over here worshiping, and I went to Gabe, and I told him, I said, man, you guys have something special. And so I wanted to let y'all know that, too, before we even get into the message, like, le- legitimately. Um, about half the year of gatherings, I guess, that I'm a part of are done with students. And so, I mean, me and my wife have seen a ton of student gatherings, and I just want to let y'all know y'all really have something special here. So, for whatever that's worth, please, please recognize that and um, completely lean into what the Lord is doing. So, anyways, uh, my name is Michael. Nice to meet you. Man, you were, you were just booing me down over here. If I didn't, listen, if I didn't get, if I didn't get a big, I, you, I got the biggest boo from you. What's your name, bro? My name is Joey. Joey, nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you. Listen, okay, here's the thing, and I promise I'm going to get into the word of God. <laughs> so y'all, y'all, y'all pray for me. I, I, um, I have ADHD, so <laughs> I, may stick to my, I may stick to my notes and I may not, but... Um, I, I live in Clemson. We moved in Clemson in 2020. Me and my wife, got, we met and got married in 2020. Um, and now we have that little, that little girl there. Um, I was, actually, I think there's a picture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's the family. <laughs> anyways, okay, 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 okay. Okay, so what I was saying was, I, I do live in Clemson. We, we moved in Clemson in 2020. We met and got married in 2020. Moved to Clemson. She was in Atlanta. I was already in Greenville. Um, and I tried my best to support Clemson as much as I could. I really did. And then my roots, my roots just, man, they, they, they wouldn't let me go. And so I decided to once Clemson decided they wanted to stop winning, I decided to. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go, here we go, here we go. So like, <laughs> like Gabe talked about, um, we're here to talk about a life of worship. And I just want to pause. And I want you to ask yourself, like, hey, when you think about worship, what are, um, 
misconceptions that, that you may be coming to the table with. Because what I don't want to do is start the series talking about this life of worship, and then all of us from the jump are on complete. Um, when I first became a, like a Christian, I had a weird way of defining worship. Maybe it was like, you know, what, uh, sorry, I just froze my head. Uh, what, what Jeffrey and the team, which amazing guys, y'all are incredible. Um, what, what, they, what they just did in order to, in my mind, it was like, okay, worship is this piece of music that we sing in order to set up the, the speaker. You know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, to, is that you? I saw a hand go up when, they, when I said that. Yeah, to like kind of warm up the room or whatever. And yes, it's like, so that, that's like an aspect of like corporate worship, right? Um, and, and I think it's super beautiful that we get a chance to be in corporate worship with people. It's a part of what we're gonna do in heaven together. So the fact that we get to experience a piece of that on earth is amazing, but that's just a small piece of what worship is. Some people may say, hey, worship is a style of music or genre or, you know, whatever. It's, and also know um, and, and feel confidence go, going into your life um, to, to, to seek out the things of God and become a true worshiper. Um, so we're going to read from Romans 12. Um, let's go to that. Romans 12. And while you're on your way to Romans 12, I just want to kind of like give a little bit of context of, of where we're at here in Romans. So Romans 12, Romans 12 um, begins this new section kind of in Paul's letters. And he, um, Paul begins Romans with teaching on doctrine and ends with teaching on how we should live because of what is true. Um, this is kind of a consistent pattern in, in the way that he, he writes these books. So Romans 1 through 11 focuses really intensely on the doctrine of salvation by God's grace through, through our faith in Jesus. Um, and then we get to Romans 12, um, and it begins to answer the following questions of how like believers should act as a, and a responsibility um, for fellow believers. Um, and, and one of the conclusions that he actually gets to in Romans 12 is that physically we cannot repay God for what he's given us. We, we cannot um, physically do that. Jesus did that, right? He, he, did, he died for our sins, but we can't physically go and repay God. So one of the, the um, landing points he gets on is the rational like response to what God has done is a life of worship. That, that is like one of the, like the, one of the landing points that he, that he gets to. Um, so we're gonna read Romans 12. Let's pray and then we'll read Romans 12. Here we go. Um, God, thank you for today. Thank you for just the opportunity to be able to um, join with a body of believers to be able to lift up your name um, and not have to be in right relationship with you. And, um, I pray in this moment that you would speak, that you would soften hearts where they need to be softened, and that you would open ears and ultimately change lives for your glory, Lord. We love you, in Jesus, and we pray in God's people said, amen. 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 I love the energy, man. Y'all are incredible. Um, summer's going to be fun. Let's go. <laughs> so, all right, here we go. Romans 12. Everybody got it? Yes. We good? Great. Romans 12. It starts off, I'm, I'm really just going to, we're just going to read those first two verses, and we're going to go line by line and just milk it for everything it's worth. Y'all feel good about that? Yeah. Cool. If, if they didn't tell you, um, I don't know how many people have experienced a, uh, I don't know what the politically right thing to say is, black or African-American uh, preacher 
we move faster if you talk back to us. So that's like, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of like a golden rule. So just take it for what it's worth. You know, I don't know how long y'all want to be here. But anyways, all right. So uh, Romans 12, he starts off, he says, I appeal to you, therefore. Stop. We're going to stop right there. What is an appeal? What is an appeal? It simply means to make a serious or urgent request. Before we even get into any of the rest of the scripture, I need you to understand that. It means to make a serious or a urgent request. What Paul is saying right here at, at the, from the very beginning is like, this is not something that can wait. He's, saying, he's not saying like, this is a suggestion. This is not an idea that Paul kind of like comes up with and says, oh, well, if you try this, like maybe it'll work for you. No, he's saying, I appeal, this, the, everything that's coming out of my mouth next is urgent, um, and it is a request. It is not, it's just not a, a great idea. There's a lot of great ideas flow, like flowing in the earth that, you know, some not so great as well, but um, there's a lot of just ideas everywhere, but that, that is not what this is. So Paul is saying, like I said, this is the most important thing. You, you need to really, really pay attention to what's coming um, out of his mouth after this. He says, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. If you're writing, if you could write this down for me, and, and you can think through this question later or, um, well, no, don't do it now because I want you to listen. So <laughs> think through this question later um, after we get done talking. But how am I presenting my body. Just write that down, and we'll come back to it later, all right? It says, brothers, by the mercies of God, present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. And write the question, how am I presenting my body? The first way the scripture tells us right here to present our bodies is as a living sacrifice, as a living sacrifice. Well, Michael, what, what, is a, what is a sacrifice? We hear about so many sacrifices in the Bible, and um, I, I just, I just want to like very, I, I want to be, be as clear as I possibly can. What does it mean to be a living sacrifice is, is what I have in my notes here, and it says, we aren't talking about sacrifices of animals for forgiveness of sins here. This is not what we're talking about. I, I know in, the, in scriptures, that's, that's everywhere. What we're talking about, what Paul is talking about right here is that in life, while you have breath in your lungs, dying to yourself, that you might live a life of worship to God. In your life, while you're breathing, fires, period. It has to be. It is, it is I would dare to say it is impossible not even dare to say, I will say, it is impossible to live life running the race, answering all your own desires the best way you feel they, they should be answered and, and be a worshiper. It, those things do not match. So like I said, a life of worship is a life against my own desires. Think about this. Write this down, this question as well. What have you sacrificed in order to remain in the ways of Jesus? What have you sacrificed 
to remain in the ways of Jesus. Because listen, don't, I, I love, I love each and every one of you and I can't get, I can't wait to get time with you guys this summer and like hang out more because we were kind of in and out today, but like seriously, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how good you think you are. You have desires that do not line up with Jesus' desires. You need to address those and you need to submit them to Jesus and allow him through the Holy Spirit to change those. The next part I wanna focus on, it says, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. Holy and acceptable to God. I, I remember like, as much as I, I don't wanna admit this, I, I remember being in um, the middle school, high school, you know, era. <laughs> it is fun, trust me. You don't, you don't have to pay for meals, you don't have to pay, you don't have to pay rent. <laughs> it's, it's very fun, actually. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I remember, so I'm, I'm an artist, as, as Gabe said, and I'm a creative, and so if any of my, if any of my artists in the room, you always have this thing in you that's kind of like, no, like, I'm my own thing. Like, I'm not like them. Like, that's not, I can't be in that box. You know, like, we always have that thing as artists, right? And I remember, like, getting older and thinking to myself, hmm, there are kind of some ways that, like, I want it to please my friends in this way. I want it to, you know, not necessarily please my friends, but I want it to be accepted in this way. Everybody has that. It's okay. Like, there, there, there is a level of, like, you want to be accepted by the world around you, right? You want to be loved. You want to be cared for by the people around you. But this says, and I'm not saying that's wrong. That's not wrong. That's not a wrong desire or any of that. Hear, hear me out when I say this. But this specific um, passage, it says, holy and acceptable to God. I promise. What is it? What's the, what's the link? Slay. Slay. She said, she said, slay. That is so funny. I love that. Slay. Listen, y'all, y'all can't do this to me. I told you I got ADHD. So yeah, she said, we'll get you at beach camp. Y'all got it. So but think about this. Seriously, seriously, let's lock in, let's lock in. Think about this. Holy and acceptable to God. When you use your words at school and you're talking to your friends, are you talking with a mouth that's holy and acceptable to God or are you talking with a mouth that pleases your friends? Think, just think about that. Well, to, to my ladies, I don't know if I'm overstepping, but <laughs> when, when you are, to my, yeah, to my ladies, here we go. When, when you are planning that outfit to that, that outing. Whoa. Whoa. Are you dressing in a way that's holy and acceptable to God or? Sorry. No, no, no. You're supposed to answer that with Jesus, not with me. <laughs> and maybe in your groups later. Sorry if, if Gabe doesn't want to invite me back after saying that. I'm sorry. <laughs> But, but seriously, like, um, I'm, I'm laughing, I'm doing a lot of joking. Seriously, th this is a lens that a true worshiper walks through. It has, it has to be. In order to be considered a true worshiper, you have to take things through the lens and say, hey, like, my decisions, big or small, 
Is this a way that is holy and acceptable to God or blank? Do you hear me? So that's what, I'm going to read that one more time. Brothers, by the mercies of God, which is your reasonable service. Which is your reasonable service. Listen, that means you being a living sacrifice, you being holy and acceptable to God is the minimum you could do as a response to what God has done for you. Verse two, it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Let me tell you, I, I think that we live in a world that, like, that literally needs to, like, like we, they need to hear this. They really do. As believers, we need to hear this, yes. And I also think, like, as we invite people into the faith and, and they meet Jesus, like, people need to understand this. Can, can we, like, as Christians, as believers, can we make it our personal mission to, like, obliterate the idea of, like, your truth? Like, that is... It is, number one, it's a wild idea, like as if truth is like objective. It's like super weird and strange. But as believers, hear me say this and hear me say it clear, like that is not the way of the kingdom. It's, it's not the way of the kingdom. There are things in your mind, students, leaders, hear me. There are things in your mind that need to and have to change. So as much as the culture wants to say, yeah, man, if you, if you feel that, like, that's your truth, I'm, it's a lie. Like, sorry to ruin the party. Like, it's a lie. The, the scripture says be renewed. Please. I, I'm like, <laughs> anybody that knows me, I'm a super chill person. I'm a clown. I'm, I'm being like, this is probably one of the most serious things I can say right now. Please do not allow the culture, students, to lie to you and tell you that your mind does not need to be changed. Please. Submitting your mind to King Jesus is not only worship, but it is the way of the kingdom. It is. The way of the kingdom calls us to feel and to confront our, and confront our feelings and thoughts with that of the words and the ways of Jesus. It calls us and invites us into a deep relationship with the Father who wants to walk through hard things with us and by, well, sort of kind of, overthinker. I don't say half the things I think, so people think I'm just like chilling, and it's like, ah. Me and my wife literally had this conversation last night. She was like, are you listening to me? And I was like, eh, sort of. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't say it that way because she would have put me on the couch. But, um, <laughs> no, but, but seriously, I, I, I tried to tell her last night. I was like, I, honestly, I'm not saying I don't listen to you, but I, what I am telling you is that there is a possibility that when you said this thing, I was like just in my head about something and I missed it. So this is, hear me, this is not coming from somebody who's like, 
my mind is well with the Lord and everything's perfect. And then, no, this is coming from somebody who's, I'm like, I'm like trying to read my Bible and my mind's everywhere. And I am, won't, I, I can't understand what's happening right now. Seriously. So, so hear me say this, like, I'm not saying you have to be perfect, but what I am saying is there has to be, to be a person that lives a life of worship, there has to be some sense of acknowledgement of that. Like, I'm not right, I need to be renewed. My mind needs to be renewed. My thoughts need to be um, renewed. One, one of the things that I felt I needed to say coming off of this is um, two, two, two things, and then we'll... we'll We'll get out of here, but Revelation 3.19 says, those whom I love, I reprove and discipline, so be zealous to repent. This is God. Listen, if I, I have a daughter, she's six months, she's six, yeah, she's crazy, but I love her, and literally, Almost every day I walk in the house, the, like, I kiss my wife, and then I go straight to my baby girl. And I'm like, most times. Depends on how stressed I am. <laughs> but a lot of times my goal is, like, I want to make her laugh. I want to kiss her. I want to, like, whatever. But one of the things that, like, I'm thinking through as I'm, like, kind of preparing for this message is, like, man... What, what would I do if she comes to me and she's like 12 years old and she's like, Dad, I need a car. This sounds really silly, but literally I was thinking about this yesterday. And I was like, what if she says, Dad, I need a car. And I was like, need? Excuse me, ma'am? Like, <laughs> like, Am I a good dad? <laughs> if I say, you know what, right? You know what, baby girl? You're right. You need a car <laughs> at 12 years old. <laughs> First of all, don't know if she's making it back home. Don't know if y'all going to survive on the road. Like, it's just like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> Revelation 3, 19, it says, those whom I love, I reprove, I discipline. And so be zealous to repent. I need you to understand, like, hey, like, just because everything's not right up here <laughs> and you have to give it to God and say, like, hey, God, renew my mind, transform me. Like, be so ready as believers, as a life of worship to God, be so ready to repent because God is going to meet you with love every time. Please. Please, 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 repenting is not a bad thing. And I was 23 years old when I found that out. So if you can get that now, listen, repentance is a gift. It is a gift. It is, it is the doorway of what return, like it, it literally like returns us back to the ways of Jesus. Please see repentance for what it is. It's a true gift. It's a true gift. All right, we got to move on because I got to get us out of here. Do not be conformed by this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, 
what is good, what is acceptable and perfect. In order to live a life of true worship to Jesus, you must know the ways of Jesus and be transformed by the ways of Jesus in order to test, to live a life of true worship to Jesus, you must know the ways of Jesus and be transformed by the ways of Jesus in order to test the things around you by the same standard that Jesus would test them. Students, you gotta know Jesus. Because there's no way you're going to know what, what he's going to do or, or what, what he would do in a scenario and test the things around you if you don't know his character. So here we are. Listen, I'm, I'm another very serious statement. And I'm 0% perfect at this. Taking in the Bible on Sunday, taking, on the Bi- taking in the Bible on Wednesday is not enough. to live a life of worship. If you want to live a life of worship, I, I love you enough to tell you that is not enough. You have to, in your heart, fully know the person of Jesus in order to be able to look at the things around you and handle the situations around you the way that he would handle them. Because that's a part of your worship. So, um, I want to do just take a little time just to kind of reflect. I'm going to read the scripture all the, way, all the way through again. And we, I want to take some time just to kind of like sit and ask ourselves like, hey, what, what does my life look like, Lord? What, what do I need to do? What do I need to change? What do I need to like surrender to you? What, in what ways do I need to... Um, make myself a living sacrifice in what ways do I need my thought patterns to change, all that stuff. And hear me say this. It is not all, I want to be careful. It is not all do, 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 do. It's not, it's not, it's not what this message is about. But once you have been invited into the family of God, I'm sorry to tell you if you're a person that doesn't like responsibilities, but you have responsibilities. Once you have found Jesus, or Jesus found you, whatever your theological, you know, <laughs> once you have entered into the family of God, seriously, you have, there, there is a way that God calls us to live. And it doesn't look like the world. Because I, because I will tell you, the, the world is, is, is worshiping. Worship to the true king is the question. And this is not meant to be a, a, a religious questioning of yourself or anything like that. Like, do more, do more, do more. No, it's just like, hey, take your everyday life and evaluate it and say, Hey, what, what am I prioritizing? Whose opinion do I really care about? It's, it, I promise you, it's the simple things. It's, it's 
it's the simple things of, all right, how, how am I representing King Jesus? How? So I just want to take a couple minutes. Like I said, I'm going to read the scripture again. Transform and renew our minds. And, um, I'm, I'm going to read this. We'll take a couple seconds and uh, we'll transition. So Romans 12, 1 and 2, says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as, living, as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship or which is your reasonable service. Do not be conformed to the world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Take some time to reflect. Thank you for listening to the Renovation Student Ministries podcast. Find out more about following Jesus and building his kingdom at therenovation.church.